Hello, everyone. Welcome back again to Therapeutic Counseling. This is Carolyn Smith Mormon, licensed professional counselor here in the Dallas area, as well as the Carrollton, Texas area. Well, we're still in the shutdown around here in the Dallas area for COVID-19. And I want to talk about a subject that um, I've struggled with. And from what I'm hearing on teletherapy, several of my clients are struggling with, and it's sleep. So the title of today's podcast is called Sleep is the Best Meditation. And I borrowed that quote from the Dalai Lama. If you can't trust Dalai Lama, who can you trust? You know, everyone, we need our sleep. I know you know most of this, but just to remind you, sleep has a long list of health benefits. It helps reduce reduce inflammation in your body. It helps reduce stress. It cuts down on depression. It helps your cognitive functioning. It helps the body repair itself. It wards off illnesses. Right now in our COVID-19 shutdown, we need our sleep more than ever. It helps our immune system. But many of us, myself included, we're finding it hard to get our eight hours. So from a recent report from Express Scripts, which is a prescription benefit plan, um, the use of anti-insomnia and anti-anxiety and antidepressant medications have spiked by 21% from February through March of 2020 when they compare it to the five years prior to that um, for um, the same time. So let's get into that and find out why. Some of the reason that we're having a struggle with sleeping is that our anxiety levels are high now. It could be due to financial concerns. Perhaps we're furloughed. We're waiting on unemployment. We're about to lose our job. We're getting paid half the amount that we got. Um, maybe family concerns. You know, you're trying to hold down a job and you've got two or three kids who are also trying to finish up their school year. Uh, maybe both parents or one parent, they're working, um, or, or maybe you have health concerns. All of this can lead to heightened anxiety and can lead to fragmented sleep and unusual sleep schedules. You know, there's a high relationship between stress and sleep, and it's very complex to figure it all out. But studies have shown that stress affects uh, various neurotransmitters inside our brain. It can increase cortisol, which is going to heighten our stress response. Um, we get these chemicals that put us in this sleep-awake balance throughout the night, which can start to lead to habitual sleeplessness, which is insomnia, and increased dreaming. And then often we wake up after these dreams, which increases our anxiety because we get into the fragmented sleep. So as you can see, it becomes a habitual problem that uh, is hard to deal with during this shutdown. So first look at some of the things that may be going on with your sleep. There is insomnia. This runs in families, by the way. Um, and so some of this insomnia is very difficult to cure. Sometimes the insomnia shows up in that we don't want to fall asleep. Sometimes insomnia shows up in that we awaken really early in the morning and find it hard to go back to sleep. 
So other than it running in families, here are some of the things that you may or may not be doing that's not helping your insomnia. We're spending more and more time on our screens, talking with our family and our friends, getting news updates, watching movies. All of this is affecting our brains and our sleep. All this blue light is coming in from these screens and it is telling your brain to stop producing sleep hormones. Uh, along with insomnia, then often comes anxiety and depression. If you're in a constant low mood from staying home, then um, you also may have a lack of energy. Then this causes you to nap more. Then this causes you to sleep less at night. You see, it's a vicious cycle. Then you may be also suffering from something that's called fragmented sleep. This is something I have had to deal with during these I don't know, six, seven weeks of COVID-19. Um, I can often fall asleep, but I find myself awakening many times through the night. And there's a low-grade anxiety going on. Many of us have had our routine severely disrupted by COVID-19. We're spending more time at home. Uh, we're having more increased family or relationship stress from staying home so much. Um, our normal outlets that we use to reduce our stress, we're not calling on them as much as we used to because we don't have a set schedule. We're forgetting that exercise will help us to sleep. Spending time with friends and family will help us to sleep going out to eat, seeing a movie, being in nature, all of these things can help you calm yourself down and get some sleep. But our schedules are so disrupted, this is interfering. Also, you may find that you're having more and more disturbing dreams. I know that this is something that um, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm having scary dreams. They're never scary. They're disturbing because the dreams just, they're like constantly making me have to figure out some kind of problem. Um, this is related to frequent nocturnal awakenings. That's another way of saying you're waking up a lot. Um, the sleep doctors tell us that stress may also cause increased dream recall. So really, it may not actually be the case that you're having more disturbing dreams. It's just that you're remembering them more because you're waking up so often throughout the night. So what can we do about this? We need our sleep, right? So here are some solutions to helping you with getting more sleep. Create a schedule, even if you're not in school, even if you're not going into work, create a schedule. Avoid taking naps. I know that's a tough one. Avoid too much caffeine. Avoid alcohol. Alcohol has a problem in that you can think it's going to put you to sleep and it very well may put you to sleep. And then what you'll find is somewhere between three to four hours later when you are completely sober or nearly sober, you will awaken and have a hard time going back to sleep. And then depression and anxiety kicks in in a day or two. So alcohol is not your friend. Also, immediately upon awakening, take that cup of coffee that you're having first thing in the morning and get outside and get the outside light. This will create your own melatonin, your own natural melatonin. I want to talk about some of our sleep needs for those under 18. If you're a teenager between the ages of 13 to 18, don't hate me, but you need 10 hours of sleep at night. And those of you who have children, uh, four months to 12 months, they should be getting 16 hours of sleep a night. 
If you have children between, say, the ages of two or three to, um, say, puberty, they need to be getting 10 to 12 hours of sleep a night. Part of what you're seeing that makes your child so difficult to get along with is that um, we have no schedule set for ourselves. So therefore, the kids don't have a schedule and everybody's staying in a stressful mood. Just, just try it for a week and see. Also, try to move every hour on the hour. If you have a Fitbit, and yes, I'm throwing out a, a hey yeah for Fitbit. If you have a Fitbit, it can remind you to get up and move at least 250 or more steps per hour. So get up and do that. Also, turn off those screens two hours before bedtime. I'm looking at my husband while I'm saying that, even though he has earphones in right now and can't hear me. I'm trying to move it into his brain. Turn off those uh, screens two hours before bedtime. Get yourself a Kindle because it does not put out blue light. Or get an old-fashioned book and um, one of those light bulbs that you can put into your lamp that uh, doesn't, you know, heighten your brain. Just try to also remember that all of this coronavirus-related anxiety, it's not going to be there forever. There is light at the end of the tunnel. This says uh, Dr. Jackson from the Sleep Institute. You just have to try and take a more positive light out of each day and focus on what you can do in the here and now. I also want to leave you with this idea about sleep. Go to bed. You'll feel better tomorrow. That's the human version of Did you try turning that thing off and on again? Because you see, if you turn yourself off for about eight hours every night and turn yourself back on for the other hours of the day, you'll feel so much better. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you'll go back and listen to some of the old um, podcast episodes that I have out there. I appreciate you sharing, uh, and I challenge you, please share with a friend if you found this interesting. And just to remind you, this is a very good time to contact your uh, local therapist and start setting up a teletherapy session. There's never, ever been a better time to try therapy if you've always wanted to do that. Thank you again for listening. Have good mental health.